welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you overcome perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon, and I'm a recovering perfectionist who's trying to get to good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. You really are lucky. I know, honestly, I believe I'm very lucky. I'm super excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today, Janine. Well, that's good, Shannon. I always like it when you're excited. <laughs> What is it that we're talking about today? <laughs> what is good enough? Oh, right. It's a big question. It, it is. And, it, and it's, I mean, it, it's one of those things that is simple, but isn't always easy. Right. Huh. Yes. <laughs> you act like you hadn't thought about it that way. <laughs> I hadn't. <laughs> I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here thinking about it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> seems like it should be easy and I think it's easier for me than it is right. for you but um but it isn't always easy yeah but the thing about it is that um there are some tricks you can use some some ways that you can make it easier if it if good enough is something that you struggle with and, you know knowing what is good enough right so hopefully we'll be able to help people um, get to good enough more easily by recognizing what good enough is. Right, right. Well, and I think, you know, I, uh, one thing that came to mind is that it, it's very personal mm-hmm. what, what good enough is. Like my, my good enough may be very different than your good enough. Right, and you're good enough for one thing or, or might be very different from your good enough for a different thing in it's your life. true. Yeah, it's not an all or nothing thing. That's for sure. Right, right. So it would be so much easier if it was if there was just like this equals good enough. Okay, have fun. (laughs) And everybody would recognize it. (laughs) And no one would ever question you. Yeah. 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 Sadly, it doesn't work like that. I know. (laughs) How do you know when you're at good enough? Well, you know, I, I sort of know it when I see it. And I think it's really different for different things. So in my life, um, I spend a lot of time writing, for example, and if I'm writing an article for a national magazine, which I'm happy to say I've done recently, I um, am going to work really hard to make sure that it feels really good, maybe better than good enough. But if I'm sending you a text, (laughs) I might not work that hard on it, right? Because it doesn't (laughs) require that kind of, um, that kind of attention. So sometimes you might have noticed my texts have typos in them. Sometimes I correct them in a subsequent text, but um, uh, I'm reminded of um, this picture that I sent you a a week or a week ago, I think it was when I was at a restaurant in St. Louis. And uh, (laughs) a local restaurant and they had a menu, a printed menu like restaurants do, and everything was fine. But the logo for the restaurant was clearly a low resolution logo meant for a website. And then they blew it up, put it on the menu and printed it and laminated it. And I'm thinking, (laughs) right, 
<laughs> wow. At what point did somebody think that was good enough? Um, yeah. And what was your response to the text when I said, wow, somebody really embraced good enough? And what, do you remember what you said? I you think said, I said something to the effect of sometimes I think good enough isn't actually good enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, uh, yeah. I think you said like in, in, uh, in that case, I think good enough wasn't good enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, so I feel like I know good enough when I see it. And it's rare for me to, well, I think it's rare for me to like send, press send on something or publish or um, decide something's finished that I mm-hmm. really feel isn't good enough. But part of that is I, perhaps my... Um, standard of what's good enough. So I have a well-honed standard of that. Maybe that's right. it. Right. Um, For yourself. Yeah. For myself. Yeah. Right. The, the, you know what? I This just made me think of, um, and interestingly, it's about like decluttering or organizing in my own life. I would often get caught up because I'd want to say, you know, organize my closet and I have drawers in my closet, but I would get so caught up on getting one part of it right that I wouldn't do the whole thing Mm. or I'd run out of time or energy or whatever instead of doing sort of an overall good enough job at it I would um um do one part really really well and then the rest would still look like crap Right, and be less functional as well, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, but that came to mind because I was I was thinking about you know the different ways that um, good enough shows up in my life and 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 where I've um, chosen to or perhaps been forced to embrace it, <laughs> um, and that one of the things is in the sort of the cleanliness and orderly. Li- orderliness of my home which has changed a lot over time from living by myself where you know I'm a hundred percent responsible for both the cleanliness and the messiness Mm -hmm. um, to living with my husband and three teenagers where (laughs) there are a lot of people that are contributing to the messiness and perhaps not so much the cleanliness, um, but also when they when they are cleaning, the the kids do the dishes after dinner every night. That um, to a, a, to have a a good enough standard for them doing the dishes, which may be different than what I, what's my good enough standard for me doing the dishes. Right, because you want them to continue doing the dishes. And if you right. are constantly harping on them or correcting them or redoing it, I would imagine that would discourage them from wanting to help with the dishes or to at least to do it for them to do right. it happily. Right, right. So, you know, what that, what that well, what that results in is that, you know, there are plenty of times where they ask, where we might ask them to come back and do something over, or do something they forgot. It's mostly on the range of, um, you know, would we be embarrassed if company came over and or are we going to get botulism? <laughs> so, <laughs> which which so, one of those two things is more important, by the way? Well, you know, I really don't want to get botulism, but I'm pretty sure we're not going to. And if, you know, they wash a pan and they don't do that great of a job, 
I've been known to wash stuff before I use it. Right. So (laughs) (laughs) they want to use a grimy pan that they made mac and cheese in to make mac and cheese in again. I'm that's fine. That's on them. (laughs) But if I'm going to use it again, I might wash it. Um, But, you know, if there's an actual like noodle still on it, they need to clean that up. <laughs> right, Those, you've got some standards, but good enough has right. definitely changed. Because I remember, I would, you know, I visited you at your apartment or house when you lived alone, and it was neat as a pin, except for my crap, which was all over the place when I visited. <laughs> uh, so I know you keep a very nice house, and I've been to your home since, you know, since you got married and uh-huh. uh, lived with teenagers, and it's also very, very acceptable beyond that well above acceptable and I've never noticed a problem um with cleanliness <laughs> but it is a, it is a little more has more stuff in it than than it than when you were by yourself of course yeah 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 um and you know it's just it's been interesting process for me to let go of that because it was it was frankly really stressful to begin with um to figure out how to deal with other people's standards in that situation um yeah and to and to get out it would it you know the the less i care the less energy it takes so right oh i think that's a that's a perfect example i mean that's really smart right and the less you care the less you care (laughs) you know the less important it is (laughs) Right, yeah. right. Well, and I think that's one of the one of the ways to think about how to set your own good enough standards or recognize your own good enough standards. And this gets back to what you're talking about at context is like, and I think this is where I started with this whole thing about cleaning <laughs> was, um, you know, if if I want the kitchen clean and I spend all my energy um, scrubbing, you know, that weird black stuff that gets on the stove that is so hard to get rid of. Mm-hmm. If I spend all my time doing that and then the, the rest of the kitchen doesn't get clean, then I'm, I'm not meeting my objective when, if my objective is to have a, a kitchen that I'm comfortable having guests in or that I'm comfortable cooking in, um, you know, that, you can cook with that black stuff on your stove like nothing's touching it it's just it's sort of a visual thing like you know nothing's growing in it nothing's touching it it's not a big deal um so it's far more important to do a more thorough job cleaning your counters or you know wiping down your table than it is to spend extra time scrubbing the stove Right, and I would argue that um, even if you want to take that extra time, even if you have uh, more time, you have enough time to scrub mm-hmm. the stove and wash the counter, you know, there's other things you might want to do with that time, like it, yeah, listen to the Hamilton soundtrack while watching videos about of, of it of, of <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say <laughs> listening to a podcast. Oh, see now, I wish I were a better marketer. <laughs> come on janine get with Cause, it because you can listen to a podcast or hamilton soundtrack actually while you're scrubbing that stuff can't you i was right. thinking of right. how i park myself in my front of my computer and find everything i can on youtube about hamilton 
and then just go through it and let it keep yeah, bringing such, new stuff to you. Yeah, such is a that good. one of your Here's rewards? No, um, it would be good if I considered it one of my rewards. That's a very good idea. Instead, I just do it <laughs> <laughs> when I should be doing other things. <laughs> oh, so that's how you procrastinate. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but well, now yeah, I'm going to reframe that. Yeah, maybe put it on your reward list. Yeah, yeah, excellent. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. But yeah, the, the, the thing about the context is, you know, put you we all have only so much time and energy so what really matters to you um you know is the stove as important as um i don't you know getting a blog post written right you know or is the stove as important as playing with my new kitten nothing's as important as playing with your new kitten i know she's really adorable she, yeah, she is. The videos are amazing. <laughs> um, Follow me on social media if you want to see videos of Cleo. Yeah, people do it. She is so cute. I mean, I, I showed them to Barry, my husband, because they're just so damn, damn cute. Yeah. Um, I would also say that I just want to go back to that important point that you made, that it's not just about time, it's also about emotions. And when you can make make yourself not care about things not being perfect your life is easier potentially yeah well and and that is how one of the ways that i did it is um i would ask myself you know what's the most important thing here and one is to have a good relationship with my kids and two is to um help them have skills that will support them later on in their life and three is to have a clean kitchen right in that order that's excellent yeah so you know i would remind myself when i'd be like there's crumbs all over the counter and they said they cleaned the kitchen and it'd be like does that really matter like you know that's not enough to be like hey get back in there and do it right um so because my relationship is more important um, and it's good enough and if I really care I can take a second to wipe off the counter a little bit better right and I think this is really pertinent it makes me think about the people I speak with who uh, who are living with people whose standards for clutter are different than theirs and Mm -hmm. um, it can be really hard on a marriage Uh, and I get asked advice when I do speaking gigs and stuff and I I frequently will say this is a question for a marriage counselor not for me (laughs) but I uh, you know I I often try to encourage people to loosen their standards and and remember that their relationship is more important than stuff and um, see if they can come to some common ground right I think that's really important is that is the common ground and it's really hard though when you're both coming from a place where it feels like your standard of good enough is what's right and reasonable (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) when the other person is like no that's actually completely unreasonable right then I guess you work on the art of compromise, right? And have your standards. Yeah. One person's standards for certain things take precedence and other person's standards for other things take precedence, perhaps. Yeah. But yeah. You really have quite a thunderstorm going on there. 
Oh, you can hear it. It doesn't. I it really can. doesn't seem that I mean, compared to what we get here. It, I'm sure it's getting right. get worse while we're talking. <laughs> but, yeah, and they come and go yeah. pretty fast. So hopefully it will it will swing through. It's not as loud as the lawnmower from the other episode. I hope. Yeah. Right. It's not. I don't okay. think. Okay. Good. <laughs> it doesn't. Although I had too. someone who only listened to part of it, and. Um, didn't hadn't heard the reveal about it being a lawnmower yet <laughs> oh. and was like what is that noise <laughs> like you have to listen to the rest of the episode I can't, I'm not telling you <laughs> was that person worried about our production values <laughs> I think so or they thought that like someone was like running a Nutribullet in the background or something and <laughs> like <laughs> I think I actually was recording in my kitchen on that day um, uh-huh. <laughs> so it's quite possible that, you know, someone could have come in and done something that, like that. Because <laughs> you no, live with teenagers. Was, <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> Who are known on occasion to use the Nutribullet. Right. You never know when you need a smoothie. That's right. And, and, and smoothies yeah. are important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other thing I think would, that would be interesting to, to spend a little bit of time on is... Um, why understanding your standard of good enough is important. Um, you know that, and I and I think you talked about this a little bit in a previous episode about the, you know, that extra energy that gets expended um, to try and get something perfect. Right, and how it it rarely pays off. Yeah, it's it's usually not worth that extra effort um, uh, to go from great to amazing or perfect. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I think that is. I mean, well, that's the whole premise of our podcast, isn't it? That it's important to to know to to um, get to good enough and and embrace that. And so knowing what that means for us is is a big part of it. Right. Right, and that and that's you know to to go back to those examples that I've been harping on that you know getting <laughs> getting the stove perfect quote unquote perfect like you know there it's it's going to get dirty again, um, and it really it takes so much more effort to get like the the worst of it cleaned up than it does to to do a good enough job. And like, and everybody knows what that stuff is. Like, I mean, uh, no, actually, no one knows what it is, but everybody <laughs> <Right>. has it. <laughs> right. And you know, I'm not the one who cleans the stove in my house, which is uh-huh. not surprising, probably. And I don't even know what you're talking about. But I believe you. <laughs> I'm sure I have it. I just don't. Well, before you do the show notes, I want you to go look at it and then put a comment in the show notes so you okay. understand now what we're talking about, okay. what I'm talking about. I'll anyway. take a picture of what I think it is and you can tell me. If, <laughs> okay. You've been in my kitchen, so I'm sure I have it. I'm sure you know I have it. I just well, don't pay no, attention. You know what? I have no idea because I don't care. <laughs> right. You're I mean, not like looking that's, forward to my house, right? That's sort of the other part of it is that like I, I get ups- I I don't do this anymore. Although sometimes it is really satisfying <laughs> to like really get in there, but um, uh, I don't care if you know if there's cooked on gunk on someone's stove. Like if it's 
because it happens in whatever I like someone's cooking for me awesome I'm right. I'm down with that <laughs> right I'm not yeah. picky unless I might get botulism but you know there's other things that <laughs> help me decide whether that's a, a worry or not <laughs> right right yeah so um yeah I will check it before I write the show notes absolutely um (laughs) (laughs) one of the things that I have to stop myself doing sometimes when I'm uh is when I when I'm making purchases right like Mm -hmm. if I'm buying a big ticket item if I'm buying a car I put a lot of research in it uh and 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 to me that's um you know that's that makes a lot of sense it's a big purchase but right. if i'm buying something small i still might research the heck out of it and take all this time um or just today we were making a purchase for a couple of plates to put under the dog's dishes and mm-hmm. and my husband said sent me two links on amazon he said these look identical i don't know why this one is more expensive than that one and 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 I said, well, I see no reason for this one to be more expensive, so buy the less expensive one. But right. he was really willing to put some research into why the one of them <laughs> identical was. was um, but I had to turn the whole thing over to him because he was getting um, perfectionistic about it. Yeah. So that was fine if he wanted to spend his time doing that. But So I'll do that. Like I'll just look and look and look, and it's not worth the time, off, usually. Um, right. I, it might save a few dollars, but usually not even that. Um, how about you? Do you do that? Well, I, that is something that I'm really happy to say I don't struggle with anymore, but it used to be a big problem for me. Like that was one of my huge issues of perfectionism was trying to make the right decision, make the best decision. Um and I would research and research. And so often I would spend so much time researching that I, it would just become overwhelming and I couldn't decide mm-hmm. and then I just wouldn't do anything. Or I'd just be like, chuck it all and just get something and then be disappointed because mm-hmm. it wasn't really what I wanted. And um, one of the ways I did that is I got in the habit of, of setting up parameters ahead of time like what is most important to me you know what are the two or three things that i need this item to do what's most important to me about this and um and how much time am i going to give myself to research it or how many reviews do i want to look at before i make a decision and it's sort of like what we did with the um the app the it's not i guess it's not really software but the the app that we're using for our podcast is we figured out what was important to us which was to let it be easy and that to us meant that it could do everything that we needed it to do rather than having to have like three separate apps that we were using Mm-hmm. Um, and then we found one that met that and it worked and that was good. Right. And so we went with it. Um, and that's how I make a lot of d- my decisions now. Oh, that's so smart. I mean, there's no point in comparing every single feature of an item if some of the features you don't care about or don't matter, don't matter right. to you. 
Right. right. Yeah. So you'll say to yourself, okay, these are the things that are important, and I'm going to look at four reviews, and then I'm going to make a decision? Is, it, mm-hmm. is that how it works? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's, that's way less angsty than than just waiting till you're yeah. fed up, which is what I tend to do. Well, and the other thing that helped me is I thought about my hourly rate. Mm-hmm. And especially when like trying to find a better value, like, you know, trying to find the lowest price or something like that. And I think, well, you know, it's worth looking for five minutes, but it's not worth looking for an hour because I'm not gonna save enough money to match my hourly rate that I'm wasting on looking for, you know, to save myself $10. Right, 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 right. And a strategy that I've come up with through the years for especially if you're buying things like electronics or computer related things is to just Mm -hmm. ask you what you have. And then I buy it. (laughs) Yeah. I look around my office. That's what I have. I just have stuff that you have. (laughs) Well, you used to do all the research. Now maybe I should. I need to 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 rethink that. Yeah, (laughs) but I know you don't research so much. You you need to you need to ask Mike maybe because he's still a big researcher. Yeah, my husband. Right. Yeah, but um, and sometimes he'll be shocked because um, I'll I'm trying to think of like something that I bought recently. uh, oh, I got a new iPad, and I I wanted an an iPad that um, I could use uh, the Apple Pencil with because I really like handwriting in my notebook, as we talked about in the our um, task management episode. But it was getting harder for me to to be able to access it, and so I have another friend who was extolling the joys of using her iPad and Apple Pencil as a notepad and she got me all fired up about it Um, but I had been reluctant to get one because I didn't want to spend the money on an iPad Pro but I did a little research I found out that the regular the newest iPad uses the pencil I looked at two places where I thought might have a good price I found the best price and I bought it like I didn't spend a lot of time thinking like oh should I get the iPad Pro or the regular Mm -hmm. iPad or the bigger one or you know it was just like I wanted something that that would fit in my bag and that I could use the pencil with right you had like two two criteria that needed to be fulfilled yep yeah. Out of all the things that an iPad does, those are the things that you knew you wanted, so you found the one that did right. those things. Yeah. That's excellent. And, and do you love do you love it, by the way? I I do love it. Okay. I'm glad. I love it. Yeah. Um and I do it's nice because it's so often I find myself wanting to take notes but not having my um notebook with me and so I can just write on it and Apple makes it super easy. And Oh my God, this is the most amazing thing. I can handwrite a note, save it to Evernote, and Evernote, I can search it. <laughs> my handwriting. It is. I, I, you know, you can do that with sc- <laughs> scanned items in Evernote too, but it, re- it really is amazing. But that, my handwriting. Re- no, no, I mean handwritten, scanned. I scan things and I can search them in Evernote. Handwriting. Right. Yeah. yeah. So just so you know, it's not limited to your Apple Pencil stuff, it's 
it's no i know everyone like was just amazing that way it's, it, it's yeah. amazing it's like it really it's is. like the future is here right we are like, living the future when you and i met we never would have imagined such a thing no <laughs> it's sort of, that's so true yeah it's kind of scary and but true yeah because i think we met on a yahoo group do they even exist anymore i don't know uh <laughs> yeah it, it was i i'm thinking it was pre-yahoo group but yeah uh at least think it was a listserv wasn't it but doesn't matter oh, um right. so that's a great example shannon of making it easy to letting it be easy to buy a new tech piece of technology and that's a you know a, not a small purchase so good for you and now of course i want one thanks i know i'm sorry i brought it up i <laughs> well i think yeah. i had previously promised not to talk to you about it yeah. <laughs> and i just broke my promise yeah but i was the one who asked you if you like it it's my fault but when i'm sure when i see it when i try it out when next time i see you i will be making plans to buy one yeah yeah well yeah and just so no one else has to spend the time to do it if you have a costco membership get it at costco oh I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it at Costco. It's horrible. I, I just said this for the podcast. It's you, you would hate it, Janine. Right, I'd hate you it. You really, yeah. really would. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but so back to the decision making is that has been huge. And when I take the time to upfront identify what's most important to me about my decision then I'm also more satisfied with my decision. Yes. Like I don't have Briar's, Briar's <laughs> regret <laughs> about ice cream. Buyer's <laughs> regret. Um, I, I just am more satisfied and more content. And less aggravated in general because yeah. you haven't spent all this time doing the over-researching it. Right. Or giving up because you over-researched it to the point where you're overwhelmed. Yeah, I think, I think that's great advice. Uh, that knowing, I mean, that's the theme here. Figure out what you want. What's important mm -hmm. to you, I mean. Figure out what's important to you. <laughs> <laughs> Which also is what you want. <laughs> well, right. I had actually had <laughs> jotted it down, but I couldn't read my handwriting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so in this case, your handwriting was not good enough. It was not good enough. It was shorthand, and it was. I can read it now. I just glanced. Oh, I forgot you know shorthand. Yeah, but it looked like what you want for a second. Because you you straddled the divide between the future and the ancient ways. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I do, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> but but in all seriousness that brings up a good point of how do you know something's good enough is does it meet your needs so in that case that wasn't good enough because you couldn't read it later at a glance i can read it just right <laughs> it's a perfectly good <laughs> shorthand <laughs> and i can read it years later but in this case i just misinterpreted it but no you're right <laughs> You're right, though. It, it doesn't meet your needs. It's a definitely a good criterion. And I would argue that that Italian restaurant's low-res logo did not meet their needs if, they, if their needs included looking professional. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know what? How long have they been in business? 
I don't know. Probably a long time. <clears throat> yeah. But I bet, it, so, I bet it's a relatively new menu. I don't, I don't know. But my, my point is that the menu probably doesn't have anything to do with whether or not they're going to stay in business. Right. It may have something to do with whether I go back. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to keep them afloat. And that's not the only reason I wouldn't go back. Right. <laughs> well, there's that. But, you know, so, like, I, I would find that you sent me that picture, and I, you know, when I expanded it to look at it, because I couldn't see, I'm like, what, this, why do you send me a blurry picture? <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized that it was just, um, what's that called? Oh, pixelated, because it had been blown up to such a high resolution beyond, or such a, I mean, it was such a low-resolution graphic made way too big for the resolution that it was in. Right. Um, uh, but, yeah, so I think that those are... I don't, is there anything else you want to talk about this? I mean, we... Yeah, I feel like we've... I hope... I feel like we've covered it. I hope it's useful. Um, I, I, so, no, I don't have anything I want to add, I don't think, <laughs> except try to embrace... Uh, your standards and that your standards might change depending on the thing that you're doing right the importance of the so that's your takeaway um that's my takeaway excellent and what's your takeaway i think my takeaway is to um think about what's most important to you if if this is something that you really struggle with uh, and spend a lot of time energy on trying to make things perfect to to consider your standards up front and to uh, your criteria for what good enough is and and what's most important to you about that and and you know pick one two maybe three things that are important to you with the project or the decision or you know whatever it is that you're doing and and stick with those so that you don't get caught up in other things as you go along so that you can um, get in the habit of good enough right and let it be easy yes yes yep and you know we go back to our first episode title all the time the whole point of this is done is better than perfect right absolutely so if not understanding what good enough means to you is keeping you from finishing things or even starting things, then getting clear on that up front will help you move forward. Here, here. <laughs> All right. So please take a moment and rate and or review us on your um, podcast provider of choice, iTunes or um, Google Podcasts or wherever you get them or wherever you're finding us. Um, and we, you can find us online at gettingtogoodenough.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you either on our website or through social media. We're on Instagram at gettingtogoodenough. We're on uh, Twitter at gtg enough and where else are we facebook we have a facebook group with with still no profile pic but cover photo whatever it's called (laughs) but 
<laughs> one of these days we'll we'll get we'll do that. Um, yes. So, right. So it's a Facebook group that you could just search on "Getting to Good Enough," and I think you'll find us. Yes. So thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And I'm Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that you're getting to good enough too.